Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Steve Kerr joins us on the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. And Steve is brought to us by Xfinity. Supercharge your home or supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet only from Xfinity. And in all of the years, Steve, that we have been talking to you, uh, I, I don't think we've ever had as much happen over the course of since the last time we've talked to today's conversation. So we really appreciate your time this afternoon. Uh, welcome to your much deserved, I'm sure, happy to see it NBA All Star break. You could probably use one right about now. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody uh, needs one. Uh, you know, the players, coaches, uh, front office, I think it's it's good for everybody to get a little break and then get back to work. I also thought it was good to hear a little bit of, not the finger pointing, but the accountability that Draymond was talking about last night after you got, I mean, you were in a game against the Clippers right up until you weren't. And... Um, you know, to hear him say this isn't, you know, this isn't a hangover. We're way too deep into that. This is about taking accountability for the things that we know how to do. This is a choice of will. And, you know, hopefully this is a choice that your team will be making in the remaining 24 games here. We're at a sprint to the finish all of a sudden when we come on back. Yeah, we are. I mean, we've we've put ourselves in this position, unfortunately, but uh, this is where we are. So, um you know we're we're right in the thick of everything, um, but so are a bunch of teams, and we're going to have to fight our way through and and uh, and try to you know get to the playoffs, get healthy, and uh, see what we can do from there. Um, given that you have the rarest of rare nine day breaks, how long do you feel comfortable just getting away from everything basketball? Uh, is that a day? Is that three days? Will you get sucked in in four hours and watch a game when you don't really have to? And how, how are you trying to parse out this time off for yourself? Honestly, the biggest thing is just you know not getting on a plane and not uh, going through the usual routine. I think that's that's the biggest thing. It's just you know the, we we have such a a routine in our world. In the NBA, you know, we, we have a saying every day is Wednesday um, because it really doesn't matter what day it is. It's just, you know, it's another day of practice or game or both. And and so I think the All-Star break is really about just getting away from the routine. And uh, everybody's going their separate ways. Um, some people are going to a beach somewhere. Others are just staying in San Francisco. Um, I'm down in San Diego just um, relaxing and 
it's uh, I'm just looking forward to not having the routine and just being able to you know relax and and uh, work out and maybe play a little golf and and just uh, just get away. Now that Steph Curry is a uh, PGA ambassador, do you guys get on courses easier? Uh, I was not aware. He's a PGA ambassador? Yeah. Like, Steph Curry has been added to a list that includes, like, former presidents and, you know, Bob Hope and all sorts of entertainers. He's, he is now, like, an official golf ambassador, which means, at the very least, you guys should get, like, free buckets of balls and carts when you show up, right? I'm pretty sure Steph got that before. So <laughs> I'm not sure there's been an upgrade. Um, as as someone who's been, you know, spent half his life in the NBA, did the All-Star break mean more to you from the physical rest that you would get as a player or the mental rest that you need as a coach? Uh, that's a good question. I, you know, when I was a player, All-Star break was like three days. Right. And, and so what's happened, you know, here over the last, whenever it was, I think... You know, seven, eight years ago, the league uh, made it a full week. I think it's it's just made a dramatic difference. Um, but as a player, it, it was it was enormous just to, to you know get away and and uh, rest your body for a few days. But I think it's really great what the league has done and, and given you know coaches and and players a, a, a real vacation. I mean, two or three days is not really enough to. And, and back then, the guys who were in the game or, you know, in the contest, you know, three-point or skills competition, they really didn't get any time off. So I think this is this is really much needed for everybody, and, and uh, I, th- I know everyone's looking forward to it. How much did this long break off after last night's game make you or, or allow you to feel comfortable playing Clay Thompson or... Will we be seeing him, you know, pretty much in your, in your final 24 games? You could use as much Clay Thompson as you can possibly get. Might he play all 24 games? It's uh, it's going to be up to the performance staff, and and uh, but the fact that we uh, they felt comfortable uh, with you know Clay playing last night um, is a good sign that uh, you know that he's 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 ready for more. So. Uh, I would anticipate that he's going to play in more back-to-backs, but obviously everything is fluid, and we we just have to see where he is at every given moment. As a general rule across the league, and I know you can't speak for every team, but is this about the time of year when load management tapers off for all but the the hopeless few that don't really have any playoff uh, uh, hopes at all? Uh, you know, it's again. This is, you know, this is up to the performance staff, and um, every year is different. You got guys with different injuries. It's not so easy to say. Well, now that it's uh, February, you know, we're, nobody's going to sit out a game. Guys will sit out a game if they're banged up and and vulnerable to injury and. So it's just, it is what it is. Steve Kerr here with us on 95.7 The Game. So uh, we've had a lot of days to talk about, to think about James Wiseman. And I'm sure you have answered the question many, many different ways and times. And maybe you've even thought about it a little bit differently, you know, in just the last 24 hours than you did in the initial 24 hours after the deal was made. What I certainly know are all the things that you liked about him. I know more... uh, 
Steve, about what you liked about James Wiseman, and, and then I think what you didn't like uh, about James Wiseman. So I, 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 I want to start with this. What made his on-court presence so fatal to your winning formula that he couldn't even be put on the floor for eight minutes? You know, four minutes in the, in the second quarter, four minutes in the third. What made him such a, a tough fit? Well, it, it, it basically just came down to his inexperience. That's all, and, and where we are organizationally, um, you know, trying to win a championship. And I know you've heard me say that before, but that's the answer. Um, you're you're talking about a a guy who uh, it, it just has very little basketball experience with the three games in college, and then the uh, the, the number of injuries he's had over three years. I think he's. If I if I'm not mistaken, he's played maybe sixty, seventy games, something like that. Um, that's uh, it's just not enough when you're talking about competing uh, for a championship, and that's that's where you know the uh, the the issue came. And and I know Bob has talked about it. I've talked about it. Uh, we 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 love James. We love his talent. Love his character and. Um, still feel that way, and uh, bottom line, just he just didn't have enough experience to, to be in the situation with this team, with this continuity, um, because I couldn't afford to give him the runway that he needed to, um, you know, to make some mistakes and go out and play. If if ultra raw and young talent became a problem for James Wiseman, it obviously didn't stop you guys from taking a chance on Jonathan Kaminga. What do you wish you could have taken out of Kaminga and put into Wiseman that would have made Wiseman more playable for you so early in his basketball life? Every every player is a different uh, case, and and so I, I'm I wouldn't even answer that question because they're just you know you, you're intimating that that you know James was missing something that that JK has that that's not the case. It's two entirely different sets of circumstances and two different positions um you know the center position is is much more difficult to play than the wing position and so there's a, there's just a lot of factors in play and it's it's not so easy to just say you know hey here's your answer if if he wasn't the all-court answer to what you hoped you might have drafted was there no situational fit that could have been coached into him like you said you know you you're you're a team that's trying to defend a championship, and it's not the easiest system. But still, like setting a good screen and grabbing a rebound are are all part of it too. Could he have just been reduced to a remedial level of execution where you could have gotten more out of that? I'm assuming that you tried. Like I want to give you and your coaching staff all the benefit of the doubt. We we've seen you guys have a, a staggering amount of success, and it just feels like. Like, here is someone with so much raw talent that you claim to have liked working with so much. It's amazing that something couldn't have been crafted out of him. Uh, So, in three years, his first year, he started much of the year, played significant minutes, had, I think, a good rookie season, played a lot. Um, And then he got hurt. And then I think that's the biggest thing, is that you, you have to factor in the injury. He missed a year and a half of play and was finally healthy this year. 
And we were doing exactly what you were just saying, you know, giving him some minutes, you know, trying to find uh, a good role for him. We started the season out that way. He was in the rotation, then he got hurt again. And and so, you know, you, you, you've watched it all. I, I know it, it'd be really nice to just say, well, couldn't you have done this? Couldn't you have done that? Bottom line is you, you, you go down the path as a team uh, with all of your players and you try to figure out the best way to develop everybody, best way to, for everyone to succeed. And, you, you know, generally you, you, you figure it out as you go. And when you, when you figure something out and you, you, you realize this isn't working, you've got to move on. And it's best for the player and it's best for the team. And it's as simple as that. Um, I, I know you're looking for the, the magic pill, the answer that, that, that you want, but everything is right there before your eyes. You know, everything that you've seen, everything that we've talked about, the transparency, I, I don't think I can answer it anymore. Uh, speaking of players you don't have right now, what was your reaction when you found out that Gary Payton the second didn't pass his phys- physical and not only couldn't pass his physical that he's essentially going to be sort of put on blocks for the next month to two yeah it's disappointing obviously I mean we were excited about uh, Gary's addition we know uh, what he did for us last year and and we needed you know, immediate help. I, I, we needed a boost uh, at the deadline, and that was one of the reasons for the deal. So, you know, finding out that he was going to be out for a while um, was frustrating, but um, that's that's the way it goes. That's what it is. So we got to find a way to to uh, you know keep keep moving forward and hopefully get him back at the end of the year. Beyond that, though, when you first heard about it, was your first instinct, "Nah, that's not funny." Of course, he passed. Were you? I mean. What did you throw against the wall when you found out? I didn't throw anything against the wall. I mean, this is, you know, like you, 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 go, you go through this stuff and every year something different happens. Players are injured. You know, players are traded. Stuff happens. Uh, one year we had the worst record in the league. Last year we won the championship. It's just life. It's just stuff happens. So I, I, don't, I don't spend my time throwing stuff against the wall and lamenting things and I, we, you just keep moving forward. You just keep keep um, you know dealing with what what is happening right now. It must be wildly frustrating, though, Steve, to see two team doctors diagnose the same player so differently. I mean, there's a wide chasm between yeah, we played him last night. The Portland Trailblazers did, and you guys saying yeah, we can't play him for a couple of months here. It just seems like it's it's. It's two totally different sets of x-rays that, that, that team doctors were working off of. I mean, there, there must have been a level of flabbergasted that came with such a, uh, an extensive prognosis of, of the layoff. This is why I like being a coach better than being a general manager. You know, as a coach, you, you just uh, you deal with what's right in front of you. As a general manager, you've got all kinds of stuff like that to deal with. And, and I know Bob has talked about it, and it, it, Bob is limited in what he can say, um, and, and so am I. So, um, you know, we, we are where we are. Is, um, as, the, as the weekend went on and the decision was being made um, to whether to accept the trade or not, uh, did you, were you just sort of sitting in the room letting Bob make the decision? How much input 
did you feel comfortable having because the machinations were in some ways sort of above your pay grade? Now we had uh, we had a meeting you know, early in the week, maybe Monday, with our, the coaching staff and uh, and the front office to talk about all the different possibilities and how would this guy fit, how would that guy fit. Uh, you know, Bob's great about that, just collaborating and uh, getting opinions and uh, making sure you know we're uh, aware of what's happening as a staff. Uh, and then the next few days, it's just a matter of. Um, you know, Bob's doing all that work. I'm preparing for games. I think we were in Portland for the last two days uh, before the deadline. Um, so if, if he had anything to share with me, uh, he would call me. And if not, then um, then he wouldn't. And, you know, so and then I think we got back late at night after the Portland game. And the trade deadline was like noon the next day. And that's uh, so he, he called me that morning. And that's when everything uh, came to fruition. Warriors head coach Steve Kerr, as you're looking for answers over your final 24 games here, pressing towards a, a you know a seed, might you find some of the answers to the questions in in, in Patrick Baldwin Jr. Uh, because I mean you're you're basically left painting with the palettes that are you know on your uh, on your board right now, and and you're not going to have Gary Payton the second until quite a bit of time. So you you got to deal with what you got to deal with. Is there anything that you can maybe find in him since he hasn't been explored very much? What's his progress? Uh, how does he avoid becoming, uh, you know, James Wiseman part two for a lack of a better way to describe it? Um, I, I don't even, I don't even understand why you would phrase the question like that. Um, Patrick Baldwin is a is a rookie, and he's. You know, running his own race, and he's done really well this year. He's playing in Santa Cruz tonight. Um, he's, you know, he's helped us uh, win some games this year. He's learning. He's growing. Um, he's another guy who has very little college experience, so it's all about the development process. And um, you know, I, I think what what you got to understand is, you know, with with every young player, um, it's there's development and there's fit and you just draft guys you work with them uh, you go through the season and generally rookies aren't going to play much um, you know especially these days given the lack of experience so um, you know I think Patrick's uh, long-term prospects are really good he's you know got great size and shooting ability he's a great kid so we're really excited about him but um you know, I, I just think it's so unfair uh, to to make any proclamations I mean, about him or even James or it's just you know. But this is the this I guess this is the way it is. So you got to ask what you got to ask. Um, when do you come back to San Francisco and get reimmersed in all of all of your tasks? I mean, how long do you? I don't want to say feel comfortable, but how long a break do you feel is best for you before you start getting antsy and want to get back involved as much as you're involved on a day-to-day basis? We uh, will meet on uh, Tuesday in L.A. because our first game back is um, in L.A. Thursday. And so we're going to practice on Tuesday night and then Wednesday. And so that's the plan is for everybody to convene um, in LA and I'll be doing some work, um, you know, between now and then and, um, you know, just getting ready.
No team in NBA history has ever won an NBA title without being at least six games over 500. The 1978 Washington Bullets were 44 and 38, and they finished six games over 500, went on to win the title. In your final 24, we, we did the math on this, took us a calculator too, because no one here is too bright. Uh, 15 and 9 to match the Bullets' record. Uh, as you guys are trying to defend an NBA title, I asked you uh, a couple of weeks ago, the last time we talked to you, if you thought that you still could defend your NBA title. It was an emphatic yes um, at 29 and 29 with the, you know, no, no early dividends, unfortunately, to be found in the trade deadline because of the Gary Payton second injury. Do you still feel like this team is, is, is going to be capable of putting together an honest defense of this title as a playoff team? I do. I do. I do feel strongly about that. And um, I really don't care about the Washington Bullets of 1978. I'm pretty sure that doesn't apply uh, right now. So the only thing that we're worried about is, uh, you know, getting ready for these last 24 games and uh, trying to get guys healthy. And, you know, if we can put ourselves in a position where where we are healthy, um, you know, with Steph and Gary coming back, um, I like what I'm seeing. I like what the way Clay's playing, I like the way Wiggs has played. You know, the last uh, last few games, um, Dante's had a, an amazing second half of the season. Um, so we got we got guys playing well. We just got to put it all together, and I really believe that we can do that. Do you think you can pick up your uh, tech streak in the first game back from go to go, two in a row now for you? Uh, frustration yeah, building I, up. I did not deserve the one last night. I was shocked. I did not. Uh, I wasn't demonstrative. I didn't use any bad words. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I, that one was shocking. I, I deserved the one the night before. Well, and you were, you were reacting to Plumlee trying to cut guys' heads off, right? Uh, well, I thought, uh, I thought Moses Moody got fouled on a drive to the hoop. And, um, so I, I just complained uh, to the official, but, um, I, I didn't do it in a, in a, in a way that should have been, Pending, you know, I didn't do it demonstrably. I didn't use any profanity, so I was really shocked. I thought the game overall last night was very well officiated. I, I thought they did a good job. I just, uh, you know, I'm going to protect my guys and and uh, you know get on the refs now and then. But I think uh, I didn't think what I did deserve. Can, can the league can the league rescind coaching technicals? They can. I don't, I don't know if they will, but. Uh, <laughs> I'd definitely like to have that one rescinded. If I'm going to do it, I might as well earn it. Yeah, I was about to ask, do you regret when you get a technical like that that you didn't get your money's worth? Yes, absolutely. Like If you're going to get it, then you you got you to earn it. Steve, thanks very much. We appreciate your time. As always, have a wonderful break. You guys deserve it, obviously. And we look forward to the finish. We look forward to the sprint. Thank you so much. All right, thanks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.